Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, magical, amazing, delicious world. Hello and welcome to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and for the next roughly 55-ish minutes or so, quite possibly your Living Well Empowerment Agent, amongst a few other things. <laughs> if it's your first time joining us on this show, thank you for landing here for a little while and for being a contribution to the conversation. Um, and for any of you listening live, if you're able to be doing that, uh, we would love to see you in the chat room. Thanks to everybody who's popping in, and all you have to do if you're not there already is look for the red bar near the top of the screen on a2zen.fm and look for the word chat room. Click on that, give yourself a name, yours or anyone else's, and come on in. There's no IQ test or anything required. Um, and I, our chat room is just a place where you can play, you can submit questions, you can submit your awarenesses. We have a good time in the chat room. And regardless of what the topic of the chat room conversation is, it's always a contribution to the show. So uh, I invite you to come join us that way if you've never played that way before. And uh, if you would like to call in at any point, you can find those numbers at the top of the screen. And if you're in the chat rooms uh, page, you can find them at the left of your screen as well. There's a number for the U.S. There's a number for Canada. There is a number for the UK. And if none of those work, <clears throat> excuse me, there is a Skype icon that you can click on Skype, and you don't have to wait for any type of confirmation. You can just call right in. So it should be kind of interesting today. Um, if you have never played with me before, who am I? <clears throat> well, today, as I said, I'm Keisha Clark <laughs> in this 10 seconds anyway. And um, uh, the, the, the short and sweet way that I refer to myself is I am an intuitive medium body worker and facilitator. And um, I very much enjoy working with bodies, playing with bodies, and empowering people to have more fun with their own bodies. Uh, uh, sometimes having fun with our own bodies and having more um, allowance of our bodies can actually allow more fun things to show up for us and our bodies to play with in our lives, not to mention it allows us to create our life in a completely different way that we might actually be enjoying. So um, I love to get to be a part of that. And on the show, Living Well, yes, I am pronouncing it kind of weird, <laughs> because I do things like that. Um, well is actually a bit of an acronym, it's, and we are talking about all things having to do with the willingness to embody abundant living. Embodiment is one of the subjects I love to play with. And um, when I'm talking about embodiment, I'm not specifically referring to being in a body. I'm actually talking about, um, and I love to explore on this show, all of the things related to um, the way we embody all of the energies available to us and all of the energies that we actually be and how those things show up in our lives, in our bodies, um, it can be really interesting. And so today, actually this week, uh, bodies have been a hot topic on <laughs> A2Zen and a number of other shows on other platforms that I've heard. And um, 
So I wonder what today's topic is actually inviting us to more of. Um, we had a fantastic uh, show with Rhonda Burns on Wednesday, and it, you can find that in her archives. Potency is my game is the name of her show. Um, her topic was, are you bullying your body? Uh, brought a ton of beautiful awarenesses and ahas. Of course, we have the beautiful Danielle Carter, who uh, has Right Body for You, which is also the name of her show. And uh, she did a fantastic frequently asked questions show that turned into this really interesting, just some of the topics that came up for those questions in that show were just, wow, bam, bang on. Um, and so it's, there's a sense of bodies that, that I perceive, of bodies really desiring us to acknowledge them more, to actually be consciously creating with them more, and to actually be allowing bodies to show us what they know. So uh, all kinds of really cool stuff. Um, another show this week was Lauren Polly's show, uh, Happy You, Happy Body, or Happy Body, Happy You. I, I think I've reversed them. <laughs> all of these are in the archives. And you can also catch any of my past shows on my archive page. You just look up the host page, and then you click on the word archives on any of our respective pages, and you can actually see the list of shows uh, that each of us has done and choose from any of the topics. And for everybody who's in a funky place, it, that is one of my top suggestions is go to whatever station you go to or what, you know, if it's YouTube or if it's a different platform or if it's A to Zen, go to the station, go to the site and pull up something, uh, one of the shows and, you know, use your intuitive sense if that works for you. Um, just see which titles, which topics kind of wave at you. Click on that show and listen to it. And sometimes that is just the best, fastest, most ease way for us to change something. Um, you know, the times, there are going to be times that our world is kind of crunchy. And um, mine has certainly been that a few times this week. <laughs> and... It doesn't have to mean that we're doing something wrong or that we've fallen off the wagon or anything like that. So what do you do? You reach out. And if you have no one you can call, go to a radio show. And if you have someone you can call, go pick up the phone or write them an email. Um, I know Instant Messenger is getting pretty popular now, so you might select that option. That still drives me nuts personally, but... <laughs> For a lot of you youngins, I think that might be a trendy way to do something. Um, so my point here is reach out, reach up, um, reach somewhere, and and reach into uh, the the place that is beyond the stuckness, and and that also is part of what we play with here on all of the shows on A to Zen and on Living Well as well. Um, so the topic today, now that I have <laughs> rambled for a few moments, <laughs> is who are you wearing? Yeah, who are you wearing? Not what are you wearing? Who are you wearing? Although I imagine they can be related questions. Uh, so in the fashion industry, this question is on everyone's lips. Curious to know what designer you have chosen to celebrate by donning their creation on your body. But what about... Um, who are you wearing <laughs> before you even put any clothes on? Have you ever considered that? Hmm. Do you ever look at parts of your body and have the thought, wow, that is my so-and-so's feature. Like, oh, these are my mom's hands. This, I've got my dad's teeth. I've got, oh, there's my grandmother's hair. You know, it's like 
do you notice things like that? So one theory is that our biology dictates our body, what our bodies look like and what they behave like. Um, but what if that is not necessarily so? So today I would like to play with the many suits we put on our bodies that actually have little to nothing to do with clothing. So let me ask you again, who are you wearing? Now, there's another question for many of you who play with um, Access Consciousness, which is a body of work that uh, I play with myself and I use many of the tools of in my own life as well as in my work, in my practice with playing with my clients and students. And um, a, a popular question there is, who are you being? And this could, this could be one of the synergistic questions to who are you wearing? And... Uh, there is a lot of conversation. It, it, it is sort of the accepted um, way that things are, that everything that is determined about our bodies is done so through something that we don't have control over, genetics and DNA. And I, I bought into that. <laughs> and one of my first, uh, in the sort of spiritual metaphysical studies, one of my first uh, people that I found was um, Carolyn Meese and the book that she was, the, the work that she was working at the time was um, your biology is your biography or your biology as your biography. And so um, that is one of the early um, uh, philosophies, the, the early premises that I functioned from or really do dove into. I don't know that I functioned from that for very long. Um, and I'm one of those people that there are some very strong um, representations in my the way I look to members of my family. And I also notice how people, you know, you might be one of those people who hears, um, wow, you look just like your mother or you look just like so-and-so, you know. And I, I'm fascinated now, having played with over these last several years, more of the tools of consciousness and also including access consciousness. Um, and if you would like to find out about access consciousness, if you want to know what I'm talking about, it, you can just go to accessconsciousness.com. Um, there's lots of information. You'll meet Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here, who are the co-founders and co-creators of access consciousness. And as I began to pull more of that into the mix um, and really explore beyond the conventional definitions and the conventional methodology and what science, you know, um, <laughs> what we've been using science to prove, I actually have begun to notice or be aware of, really, um, there's way more that allows us to be or creates us, allows us to create ourselves, I should say, <clears throat> very different from what is available to us simply through family genetics or lineage. And so I guess it was about two years ago now. Um, my body, these last several years, my body has been in a specific physical shape, um, not condition. I'm talking about the, the shape of my body. Um, has been so different than what it ever was. And I am I grew up in the dance world, um, so there was quite a bit of entrainment to a flat stomach and 
you know, uh, very muscular, muscular uh, tone, very toned bodies, um, much like athletes. The the dance world is wrought with lots of points of view, very fixed points of view about what bodies are supposed to look like. And um, I definitely bought into that for a long, 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 long time in my lifetime. <laughs> um, and I remember when I began to notice that my stomach was not flat, <laughs> that was really challenging for me. Uh, and, and really challenging even is an understatement. Um, and so about a couple years ago, after some of this, you know, my body was morphing and changing, um, I, I was just looking at, okay, I was looking at the shape of my body, and I realized that I was really angry at my body. And then through the course of some processing and some some work, I realized, or I came to realize, that my body wasn't doing this to me. <laughs> my body was not doing this, you know, just on a whim. Um, she was actually trying to give me information, and uh, I guess I guess right around this two-year mark, I was at a really low point with with regard to my body, with regard to like what what was the reason for all of this happening, and I guess it might be a little. It's closer to three years now. Time just sort of goes really fast for me, but not that that's significant. <laughs> I'm just thinking of other things while I'm telling this story, too. I'm like, oh, no, that's a marker. So I guess it was three years. Um, funny squirrels in my brain. Um, so where I got to, what began to happen was my body started to actually show me things. Now, at this point, I had been actually using the tools of access um, for several months. And everything that I was hearing in the classes and in the calls that I was participating in with Access Consciousness was resonating for me. It landed in a way that it actually just made sense to me. Um, it, most of it totally applied for m my life, for the way I like organically functioned. And the information about bodies was conversations that I had always desired to be having, but I just hadn't found people to have those kinds of conversations. Now, in addition to all of this, mind you, I, in case you didn't know this about me as well, I have over 25 years of experience as a body worker in the field of healing, in the healing arts. And so I have a long history of working with bodies <laughs> as well as playing with bodies. And so it's easy to fall into that, or, well, for a while I did, I was in, in that sort of um fixed point of view that if I'm a massage therapist, if I'm a body worker, if I'm doing all this stuff with bodies, I should know dot, 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 right? <laughs> so so for my body to, at the point that it was doing this, to be changing and morphing in the way that it was, it was really unnerving and unsettling for all of these changes. And so flashing forward just a little bit, I'm at this, this point where... I'm just like, you know what, if, if this can't change, this is not okay with me, and this is not how I want to be here. Um, I had so much investment on what 
people saw when they looked at my body. Um, that was the thing that I made the most important. So at this moment that I am just completely fed up and completely frustrated and beyond anything that would have made sense, I began to let go of my investment <laughs> of some of my points of view. I actually chose to use the tools that I had, um, both from Access Consciousness as well as other bodies of work that I had acquired over the years. And something very interesting started to happen. Um, I began to have very different awareness um, of very different possibilities with my body and with bodies in general. And so what started to happen was my body started to talk to me. I was actually becoming willing to listen um, as I was letting go of the points of view um, about what was supposed to be happening with my body and what my body was supposed to be able to do. And I actually started to listen. And she began to impart to me amazing information, amazing knowledge, and amazing insight into um, this beautiful relationship that that is available to each and every one of us with a body. Um, it's not something that very many of us actually choose, however. So that began to change the way that I looked at my body and the way that I thought of my body. And as I began to allow my body to share its wisdom, to share her knowledge, her consciousness with me, um, all of those uh, scientifically based things um, started to loosen up for me some. And one of the things I began to realize was how much I was functioning unconsciously from the, how do I say this, um, being in the energy of my family um, and what I was actually doing was recreating the bodies or in my body, I was, I was creating a, a reproduction, if you will, of the points of view that were prominent in my family. So this is a very interesting and somewhat different, possibly even controversial topic. Who are you wearing? Um, where I began to have more awareness was that it's not really, we're not, we don't have to be at the effect of the science or the genealogy that there's actually something else available to us. And there's information even in the genealogy, yes, not just like who's your great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather, <laughs> um, but there's more information actually in the genes. So when we are talking about who are you wearing, yes, we are actually, today we're going to be playing with, we are playing with, who are you wearing? Who have you adopted and adapted the points of views of not necessarily from a conscious perspective, <laughs> that you are wearing, that your body has created, duplicated, mimicked, 
and that you are literally wearing those philosophies, that belief structure, those points of view, however they're showing up. And this is not about making that right or wrong. This is really about getting more awareness of who we are wearing. And if it's really not who we truly are, would it perhaps now be time to even consider that we could actually let go of those clothes of of those points of view that we've clothed ourselves in and actually choose something different for us and for our bodies so um that brings us to a good space i think to take a breath and maybe take a break (laughs) this is a very this is different and and this is the fun stuff for me um you know i love to challenge conventionality uh and i just enjoy like exploring the what if of things that are not necessarily the normal topics of conversation. So um, over the break, I just invite you to to be with your body if you're willing to let your barriers down and actually allow your body to, to give you a, a piece of information or some awareness perhaps um, on, about who might you be wearing um, that you may n- never have even thought of before. So uh, you are listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm, and I am Keisha Clark. (laughs) Today we are playing with Who Are We Wearing? And we will be right back after these messages. Thanks, folks. Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world? and to like yourself a lot more. Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 in Canada at 613-800-8736 in the U.K. 
at 033-0001-0625, by Skype at a2zen.fm, or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> Welcome forward to the next segment, or back to the show, whichever you like, of Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and I am grateful that you are joining me for this conversation. Um, so we are talking today about who are you wearing? And um, before the break, I invited you to just get present with your body and take a, a few breaths and um, allow your body to bring you some information, some awareness. Um, I wonder what is bubbling in your universes. Uh, it's it's so fascinating when we have these kinds of conversations, in particular about bodies. Um, <laughs> something that I notice is how quickly uh, many of us want to check out, um, as though if we actually were to acknowledge and be in our awareness of what is really possible with our bodies, um, it would be something so different that we have come to be convinced that it wouldn't be possible or couldn't be possible here on Earth. Um, and I wonder how much of a, a lie is in that. <laughs> um, there are some very interesting things that we do with bodies, and bodies are capable of truly amazing things um, that we seldom acknowledge, um, largely in our modern era, due to that we give medicine so much credit. We give um, we give a lot of acknowledgement to uh, the drugs or surgical procedures or different um, treatments, and we don't really give acknowledgement to our bodies, that our bodies actually take this energy and, and that they're able to do something with it, and sometimes that they're able to do something in spite of these energies, um, because not all of these energies are kind uh, or loving or generative to bodies. So bodies fascinate me. My body fascinates me. She... Um, <laughs> She brings me inf interesting information every day, <laughs> multiple times a day. Um, and in the way that I work, I have come to just really trust my body and allow her to do her thing. And I've stopped trying to explain what it is she does. Um, and I wonder if you have even begun to acknowledge for you the way your body functions, the energy your body is is functioning as and is capable of functioning as and what your body is actually able to do with the energies of you and the energies in the world. Um, and so when we're looking at who are we wearing, um, the question that came up this week, um, let's see, it is, <laughs> what coat of many points of view have you fashioned to design you. <laughs> what coat of many points of view have you fashioned to design you? Yeah. From day one, um, what what are you aware of? You know, 
your your body comes into this world, you and your body come into this world, and first we're identified the gender, if it's a boy or if it's a girl, okay? And then all of the projections begin to get hurled at you, um, as if all of the projections that were hurled at you while you were in utero weren't enough. <laughs> now there's even more because people can actually see you. So immediately what they do is they start looking for whose features you have, right? Oh, it looks like your Aunt Beth. Oh, she's got so-and-so's eyes. Oh, she's got her father's lips. Oh, look, she has her mother's little hands. You know, all of these projections are being impelled into your universe. And and the you that is there, that is showing up, is seldom being acknowledged, right? So we begin this um, custom, this process uh, of taking on the points of view. And in families, the really popular point of view and the really popular modus operandi is that we look for who we look like so that we can identify ourselves with the family. Okay? And again, this is not a wrongness. This is just a very interesting thing that we do. I find it really interesting and intriguing that we do. And and where in there are we saying, wow, who is this beautiful being showing up in this amazing body? Like, where do you get invited to come out to play? That's one of the things that I find really interesting. So, uh, something that we we do is also, uh, and, and I've done this, like I've been one of those people who looks at a newborn and is like looking for the features. I've done that. I've totally done that because it's so popular, right? Um, and we are so, um, like the primary belief we function from is that, well, you have to look like somebody in your family. <laughs> so, so what about kids who are adopted? What about um, kids who, for whatever reason, are are placed with people who are not necessarily their nuclear family? And there are there have actually been studies done um, that those children's bodies and sometimes even their features will actually take on the characteristics of the family that they're raised with, and that that becomes a more dominant um, um, characteristic in their body and in their in the way that they look and behave than what their biology would um, have dictated, if you want to, we could just say it that way. So isn't it interesting that we have examples um, that really show us that something else is actually possible, that bodies do not have to be um, expressing the specific genetics that they come from, um, but it's interesting that that study was done and then nobody really used that to bring more awareness with like, oh, what else could be possible with bodies? Like they were just looking at the outward effect. So in the studies, it was really more of an approach from, okay, so this is what their environment was and so their body took on the characteristics relative to their environment, right? 
So did anybody, I wonder, in, in the course of these studies, notice that, oh my gosh, the bodies took on the characteristics of the people that they were in the energy of? Isn't that interesting? That in those cases, those children's bodies actually didn't automatically default to what their genetics would have shown up as. So I think it's fascinating that we have, really our bodies, have the capacities um, to do this. And what we have used this capacity for, for so many millennia that we've been here, has really been to sort of fit ourselves in. And I totally get that. And it had great purpose for the time that we've done it. And now I wonder if if bodies might actually appreciate us giving them the reins to show us what they can show up as. Um, so for those of you who also don't know me, um, when I say I'm, I'm an intuitive medium body worker and facilitator, part of what I do, part of just what's normal in my life, is I work with many beings who don't have bodies. Um, you, some people could call it channeling. Some people could call it you can call it whatever you call it. I just call it working with people who don't have bodies. <laughs> so every day I'm in communication with people that other people can't see. <laughs> and um, some of the information that's come through recently has, has really been speaking to this also, um, is that bodies are actually capable of so much more than what we have ever considered in our modern society. Um, and that's really going into that further is not necessarily for this show, but I just that's something that wanted to be expressed is you know what if the capacities that our bodies have what if much like our brain, you know we say it is said that we only use ten percent of our brain, what if we're only using ten percent of our body's capacities? Holy moly. <laughs> Do you get a sense of how immense that could be? What if bodies don't require all the things that we have invented that they need to require? And what if bodies can go way beyond everything we've ever been willing to consider possible that they could do or be or show up as or express or help us create? Wow, what if we have only tapped into 10% of our body's capacities? That's amazing. And you likely, if you've heard any of my shows, you've, you've likely heard me say, um, also in regards to bodies, our bodies are made of the elements of the earth. And so for us to, well, to me, in my interesting point of view, for us to not acknowledge the possibilities of our bodies being able to work synergistically with earth that's kind of silliness to me that's almost like me saying uh i was born into this family um but they have nothing to do with me <laughs> like i would it's just like you would never communicate with them it's like we're born of the elements of earth our bodies are and yet how many of us are acknowledging what that might allow us to create 
with our bodies. Wow, okay, so energy is really kind of pinging all over the place because we could go in a lot of directions, and I wanna, I'm want i going to stay on topic <laughs> to the best of my abilities. And I love Rhonda says, heck, you see it throughout society when you see couples and partners starting to look alike. Absolutely. Our bodies don't just morph to fit our families. We can actually shift and change our bodies to to accommodate our partners or our our fellow our coworkers or um the you know our teammates when you're on a team it's really fascinating that we have these abilities and so one of the things that came up as I was playing with um pre-show stuff this week was uh talking about hand-me-downs I don't know how many of you uh have ever <laughs> had those that was a big thing when I was growing up it was just sort of a custom that you know clothes from the elder uh, children were saved for the younger children. And in many cases, it, that the clothes were passed around throughout the family, like to different unit, different nuclear units in the family. So um, we talk about hand-me-downs, and literally you're wearing someone else's clothes. Uh, we also talk about the expression you might hear, um, to walk a mile in someone else's shoes. And of course, how much, you know, there's a huge market for resale of clothing and shoes. Um, so when you go into those stores, you're also taking on other people's clothes, other people's energies. And I find that fascinating um, in regards to this topic. Well, I find that fascinating to begin with. But in regards to this topic, there's also uh, something I'm aware of. It's like how many of us are taking on the energy of the previous owners of those shoes and those clothes? And so when we look at who we're wearing, we begin to also look at what characteristics are we taking on, not necessarily because it comes from what we know, but more of this passive adoption and adaptation of other people's beliefs and other people's bodies' conditions. So there could be a little confusion about that. So let's do a, a little quick example. So let's say I go and I buy a pair of shoes from a consignment store because it's this fabulous pair of shoes, okay? And I know you've heard stories about this or it's highly likely you have. <clears throat> so I go and I buy these pair of shoes because they are perfect for an event that I'm going to go to. And I put these shoes on and I wear them to the event. Now, in the ordinary world, <laughs> in the conventional reality, that's just what we do. You just put the shoes on and you go and you do your thing. And if you might have, you know, pain in your hip the next day, you're maybe chalking it up to, oh, it's just I wore a different pair of shoes and la, la, la. Okay, I was on my feet all night. Or, oh, that's from when I tripped and fell and I bumped the wall and my hip is sore. Okay. But what if you're actually wearing the previous owner's condition and points of view. What if it doesn't take but a few seconds for your body to take in that information and adapt it? And where I find this really seems to happen frequently and um, in some cases intensely is when we're not choosing to be present with our bodies. 
So we're putting on those pairs of shoes and we're not giving any acknowledgement that, oh, this came from someone else. And I wonder if maybe clearing the energy of the pair of shoes before I choose to wear them would actually allow my body to have more freedom to enjoy them. Yeah. So what if it was as simple as clearing the energies, clearing those points of view, so that you're not wearing other people? So here's the thing, folks. If you're wearing hundreds of other people's points of view, where are you in this scenario? When do we get to see you? When do you get to see you? Wow. And that might be a question for us to take up after the break. <laughs> wow. You are listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am Keisha Clark. We're diving into some really strange, bizarre, wacky, quirky stuff. And um, hopefully you can still hear the words and I haven't turned into Charlie Brown's teacher. <laughs> When we get back, we will explore more of who are you wearing. <laughs> Stay Well, you can go wherever you want to, but we'll be back in just a few seconds. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada at 613-800-8736, in the U.K. at 033-0001-0625, by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now back to our show. 
Welcome back. Welcome forward, everybody. Thank you for continuing to play with us for today's conversation on Living Well on A2Zen.fm. We are talking about who are you wearing. So are you wearing your mom? Are you wearing your grandpa? Are you wearing (laughs) your third cousin, Emma? (laughs) Do you know who you're wearing? And is it really creating for you what you desire? Um, so I'm going to throw another interesting thing into the mix. Um, for those of you who are open to the possibility, all of the bodies that you have had, all of the bodies that you have have occupied, are you still wearing them as well? Wow. <laughs> and everything that this is bringing up, I'm going to invite you to take a deep breath, let go of all of your, oh my God, it it has to be a right or it has to be a wrongness, and simply be present with your awareness. And what if there was no wrongness in what you've been choosing, consciously or unconsciously? What if this is simply for you to have greater awareness now? Yeah. So, there's something that's always been interesting to me. Um, well, that's, that still wants to be. Okay, so every, let's see, there's still some charge around that. Ah, so are you willing to acknowledge your body? Are you willing to acknowledge that it's possible you've been with more than one body? And are you willing to allow the consciousness of those bodies now to speak to you, to bring you information that you've been asking for? Are you willing to allow your body to show you what else is possible for you and your body, with your body, in this lifetime? Yeah. So all of the... Hmm, this is interesting... (laughs) all of the spells and the incantations and the curses and the obligations and the bonding and binding contracts that you have in place, whether they were placed by you or anyone on your behalf with or without your permission through any lifetime, space, dimension, or reality of your existence, would you be willing to revoke, recant, rescind, reclaim, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate all of those energies now and all of the secret and hidden parts of those contracts, would you be willing to tear those up as well? Return all of those energies to senders which are not yours, which can never be yours and which are not your responsibility to clear or change or transmute. Simply return them. And allow your body now to take a breath. Wow. Yeah. Just be with your body, friend. And let him or her show you more. There is so much more. So everyone that you've adopted and adapted in order to fit so that you were not a threat, so that you didn't frighten other people, so that you didn't 
anger them with your abilities and your talents, would you be willing to choose to acknowledge that and be in allowance of that and everywhere you have tried not to be that? Yeah. Would you be willing to choose beyond those moments? Yeah. There we go. Oh, my goodness. Bodies are amazing. And it happens really fast, folks. It happens really, really fast. We can simply look at something, we can have a reaction to it, and whether that reaction is that we love it or that we hate it, or various forms of, (laughs) our bodies can that quickly take in a piece of information because the bodies are reading our energy. And if there's a charge on something, that is what the energy goes to. That is where our body's attention goes to. So how many people have you looked at and wished that you never look like that? And have you ended up wearing them? How many people have you looked at and wished that you could look like? And are you wearing the points of view that more strongly match your points of view in many cases I have found which actually are you're looking at the person you want to look like and you're tapping into their world and they are so terrified of looking different and that's really what gets selected if you will as the energy that your body then takes on it's where the greatest charge is folks now We can do this unconsciously or consciously. And for a lot of people, this happens more unconsciously. We are wearing those points of view simply from the fact that we have not chosen to ask a question. We've not chosen to become aware. And we've not chosen to acknowledge that we actually have a body (laughs) and that something else is possible with our bodies. So I love when people talk about being made in the image and likeness of God. And for most of the times that I hear people refer to that, there's a very fixed point of view. And I think this might be a topic, well, I don't know. It it may be a topic that comes up in the future, being in the image and likeness of. Um, As I began to study with Dr. Rocco Errico uh, a couple years ago, who his work is all about the the teaching of the stories of Jesus and the stories of the Bible from the time that it was these words were actually spoken the time of the Aramaic that the language was Aramaic and the, the Near Eastern um, society the customs and the colloquialisms and all of what actually was going on and the relevancies of what was being expressed and how it was being expressed is so very different from what is being represented in today's texts and books that we see. And so when we talk about being made in the image and likeness of, um, I find it interesting that we've been entrained to believe that that is a human form. And what else is possible? And I'm just going to leave you with that wedgie. (laughs) Rather than fashioning God in the image and likeness of human what if we were actually to look at the possibilities of being made in the image and likeness of the source creator, of consciousness, of the 
limitless universe. What else could we acknowledge with our bodies if we were to function from that perspective? So, my friends, who are you wearing? And are you willing now to take off that coat of many points of view, let it fall to the floor, and take a step into your own life as you? And if you have no idea who that is, that is awesome. I invite you to begin to ask questions and have fun with that. And if you would like to play more with this for you and your own life, I would love and be honored to get to work with you if I am someone you would like to reach out to. And if I'm not, please, as I said in the beginning of the show, reach out in the direction and to who really would work for you. And I am actually having a summer special now through the end of September. <laughs> My 2020 Clarity Sessions uh, are now available all the time uh, through the end of September. You can purchase them um, through the link that's here on this replay page. Just scroll down and click. Uh, I would love to spend a few minutes with you. And if you want more than 20 minutes, that is absolutely available. You can just let me know. You can email me uh, at the email listed on this replay page, or you can find me on Facebook, and the link for that is also on this replay page, Living Well with Keisha. Um, tell you about a couple things real quick. The um, We are having uh, another Choosing Beyond Beyond conversation, myself and the amazing Alan Jones, coming up on Tuesday, August the 23rd. And you can find us on our Choosing Beyond Beyond page in Facebook. It's literally Choosing Beyond Beyond, and you will find it. Um, That is Alan Jones and myself. And the topic of this conversation that we are going to be having on the 23rd is Choosing Beyond the Justifying yourself. (laughs) So the justification of your existence. I know that might have nothing to do with what we're wearing. (laughs) So just saying, you might tune in for that. Also, if you like playing more with me and you want to play on another show, every Tuesday you can join me and my fabulous co-host Rhonda Burns for our show, Sexually Speaking. And all you have to do is get yourself on the guest list to get that information. The link for that is also on this replay page. Just scroll down and click. And wow, um, I am just wondering, what can you be doing and choosing and asking this week to let go of all the things you no longer wish to wear. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. I double Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease?